Struggling with and third time, or what? third time is the charm. I was just about ready to text you and be like, "Geez, <laughs> dude, get your shit together." No reason. So, like, I had my headphones plugged in, and when I go to add you, it plays this little ditty as I'm listening, waiting for you to get here. I it couldn't hear the ditty. ditty. I, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so I invite you. I could hear you talk, and then you couldn't hear me talk. So then I did it again because usually if I just do it a second time, it works. Didn't work. And third time, I guess worked i didn't do anything different but third time's the charm third time is the charm but all right so we have messed up pittsburgh (laughs) and baltimore can't play they're not playing i don't know have they not called that yet not yet that's my bold prediction for the week i don't think it's that bold (laughs) i agree with you i don't think they'll be playing that I uh, saw J.K. Dobbins is uh, eligible, but Roger Robert Griffin III is going to like channel his inner 2012 play. Could you imagine if he just goes out there and balls all over them? 400 yards, hovering on the ground, five touchdowns. Make it eight. I'd just be stupid. Five passing, three rushing. I'll, I'll, be, you, I'll be fair. What do you do in that case? You just keep Robert Griffin at the hot end? I think so. I think you start throwing in packages with both of them back there, quarterback, and they can both play running Dude, back. What do you, you do? <laughs> what do you do? It's not going to happen. But like, that'd, that'd, be some Madden, that'd be some Madden type of shit. Only Madden will let you have fun and actually do cool stuff. Yeah. It's not like NCAA where you could run a bunch of crazy formations. Yeah, speaking of uh, EA Sports, that's how they're in a lawsuit. Somebody sued them because the games are too tough. Games are too tough? True story. I read it myself. I have a feeling that when you play on all Madden, like the reason why I stopped playing all Madden was because they tried to make every game into like the game. So if at halftime you're up 28 to 7, by the fourth quarter, you will be down 35 to 28 no matter what. It's the way she goes. Your quarterback will start missing wide open throws and throw it straight to the safeties. You won't make any tackles. It's just. The way it's they not were like you're losing that. because of your skill. You're literally losing because the computer doesn't want you to win. It seemed like on all Madden, like once the two minute warning hit, whether it's the first or the second half, they were lights out. Yeah, they couldn't, they couldn't miss. I think. Yeah, it didn't matter what you did. You couldn't stop it. And like the last time I played all Madden was probably Madden 17, and then since then I just, it's just too irritating. Like I, I could play all Madden back then and get like win 63 to 20 or something like that, and. Hell, I could win better than that sometimes too, but it's like now I try doing it and it's just not fun. Yeah, I haven't played enough Madden this year. Fired up this weekend for a little bit, but that's about it. Yeah, I haven't really been playing Madden at all either. I bought it, have it. I gave my, my uh, roommate an Xbox. My Xbox, I don't really play it that much. I played it a little bit this weekend, though. It was fun. Had Joe Burrow, won a Super Bowl. Then I went to I a went, new franchise, won a Super Bowl with Kyler Murray. It was pretty cool. As you say, if you want to give yourself a challenge on Madden before we dive into this stuff, uh, do what's like the death penalty. You know what I'm talking about with like college football. Oh, where you have to like get rid of all your yeah yeah picks or so whatever. Get rid of get rid of all 53 players. The next two years worth of picks. Really Cleveland Brown this thing. And then you have to go, and you can only pick up undrafted free agents. I read it on the internet. I tried it. Super tough. How the hell do I cut all my players? Do I just go into the roster and just manually you, cut them all? In the off season, like in the franchise mode. That is so much work. I have to do that for each fifty I, out of the fifty-three players. I had to do that. <laughs> yeah, it was. 
it was tough. <laughs> I think it's more of a war of attrition, just trying to get through. Yeah, but the, the moment you play, the moment you play games, I took the Vikings because they're just born to be losers, and exactly. uh, I had a sixty-two overall team. <laughs> <laughs> It's like taking a fucking college football team, straight out NCAA, and put them on the Madden. My uh, my favorite thing to do is start in the preseason and pick up all the over like overhyped free agents that didn't get picked up yet, so they have a really high overall. So I have like <laughs> lockdown corners. I got a good D tackle. <laughs> Just a solid team. For some reason, Larry Fitzgerald always gets cut in the preseason too. So if you need a a solid receiver out there. You can pick up Larry in week one. I don't know why the Cardinals cut him, but they always fucking do. I'll just uh, I'll put that in the old memory bank. <laughs> but all right, let's get talking to week 12 football. Thanksgiving weekend football. We had two Thanksgiving games. Didn't get the third ones postponed until Wednesday. We don't think it's going to happen, so we're just going to record this the day before. If it happens, whatever. We both picked the Steelers to win. I don't think the Steelers are going to lose that game anyways. So it's chalked it up as a win for us. Massive upset, a game in Pittsburgh without Lamar Jackson. Yeah, we'll we'll see how that goes. But uh, your first game was the Texans and Lions, and we both picked the Lions to win this one because the Lions they don't lose on Thanksgiving, and they do lose on Thanksgiving a lot. Actually, I looked at the record; not that great on Thanksgiving. Uh, Texans Dude. win forty-one twenty-five. The Deshaun Watson tore it up, so I didn't start him in fantasy this week, and he had like. 33 points, I think. See, this is why you always start MJ, because he had 318 yards, four touchdowns, eight carries for 24 yards. Like, In my defense, I had Josh Allen, and he's a pretty good matchup, and he just didn't show up. That's fair. Um, Matt Stafford didn't play too bad. He had 295 yards, touchdown interception. He got pulled out towards the end, I think concussion or something like that. He wasn't too yeah, happy about getting pulled sure. out either. Um, we had a vintage performance, however, by AP, 15 carries, 55 yards, two touchdowns, and no switches with him. So that was good. Uh, on Johnson, 11 carries, 46 yards. And Will Fuller in his final game of the season due to performance enhancing drugs. Had 171 catches, yards. 171 <laughs> yards, two touchdowns, missed only one of his targets. Uh, Brandon Cooks went five for five on his receptions and targets, 85 yards. And then Duke Johnson didn't do too much in the running game, only 37 yards, but he had three catches, 43 yards, and a touchdown. By the way, did you see Kenny Stills got cut? Kenny Stills got cut? Houston cut him, and now he's looking to either go into Green Bay or New England. I was reading that. I had no – I forgot that Houston had Kenny Stills. Yeah, <laughs> well, he was like the third third guy. He's their third option. He's, a solid, really like, he's a solid third option too. But, you know, the Texans like really... management, I think, when I think Texans management is just – Top tier, without a doubt. Yeah. Well, they must be kicking themselves now. <laughs> Will Fuller got got his hand caught in the cookie jar for PEDs. Six games. They weren't going to win those six games anyways. No, they weren't. Trust me, I know. But for poor Deshaun, you know. Yeah, poor, at least he has Brandon Cooks way out of his prime. Yeah, Brandon Cooks is still pretty good. He's he's jumped a lot of teams on the last four years. I think this is like his thirteenth. It's crazy because like every team he goes to is like a Super Bowl contender too. Like he's except the miss- for this year. Yeah, except for this year. But like <laughs> if, you, if you don't count this year, like he's always like the missing piece. Brandon Cooks. didn't he, didn't he go from like the Saints to the Patriots to the Rams and now Houston? Yeah, I think that was yeah. his like path. That was his, yeah. yeah. <laughs> It just doesn't make sense, but you know what? Super Bowl veteran. Super Bowl veteran. He he lost all those Super Bowls, didn't he? I don't think he did. I think he won one in New England. 
Because he lost one with the Rams to New England. Yeah, but the, that was the one in New England won. The next, the other one was uh, the Eagles. Oh, was it? Yeah. yeah, I guess you're right. And so they lost that one. So he's he hasn't won a Super Bowl in the last four years. It, he's been there it sounds three. Like, <laughs> it sounds like he's primed to go to Atlanta. <laughs> you know what? I, I take him. Yeah. It seems like Atlanta. They got rid of player. Gabriel for some reason. So Gabriel was a great slot receiver for them, but Yeah, well they got uh the other guy, Gage. Yeah, Gage is pretty good. He's he's uh yeah. really stepping up, doing a lot better than I thought he was going to do, but doesn't make up for my favorite Taylor Gabriel oh, by far. Not my favorite receiver, but I really enjoyed watching him do good. You know who's like a great number one if he could just nurse his hammy up? Julio Jones. Oh, uh, did you <laughs> did you mean Antonio Brown? God, Julio man, sucking the life out of my fantasy team. Your uh, next Thanksgiving football game, we had the Washington football team against the Dallas Cowboys. A good old Cowboys versus football team battle. Uh, <laughs> Alex Smith had 149 yards, a touchdown interception, not that impressive. Andy Dalton, 215 yards, one touchdown, one interception, not that impressive. Cowboys still got stomped, though. Antonio uh, Gibson, Antonio man. Antonio Gibson, 20 carries, 150 yards, three touchdowns. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott had significantly less yards and carries. He only had 10 carries and 32 yards and had um, zero touchdowns. So Jerry Jones came out after this game. And say he's super happy that they uh, lock Zeke down with that contract extension. I'm like, this guy's so full of shit. I think he like is just up to it. <laughs> it's the episode of South Park when Randy took the shit on the toilet, and that's how high up he is right now. <laughs> like, like straight up, there's no way that Jerry Jones of all people is thrilled that he's paying Zeke all this money. He's just I think playing, like, Zeke's kind of after uh, Prescott got injured or whatever, I think he kind of just like checked out of the season after that. Well, that, now they don't really have a passing offense to offset it either. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, that hurts it, but it's definitely not. And plus, I think their offensive line's a little hurt, too, so all they really have is Martin, and Martin's a great guard, don't get me wrong, but... Yeah, I don't know with Zeke. He's just playing like 2013 Trent Richardson before he got out of the league. (laughs) Except for he's actually getting paid. Yeah, he's getting a big payday. So Richardson, if you remember, he was supposed to go to Andy and him, Andrew Luck were going to be like the next Manning and Falk type of combination or Manning and really any solid running back they had. It wasn't Falk. It was uh, – he played Andy for a little bit too, didn't he? Falk? I'm thinking of – yeah, uh, I think he did towards the end of his career. Yeah. I'm thinking of uh, Edron James. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, they, they were trying to get that really good duo going and then uh, Richardson just – didn't he? Uh, yeah. His hairline receded so much that he forgot how to carry the ball. He's trying to find the keeps, but sadly, keeps wasn't around back then. Yeah, just all the uh, all the sadness there. He's a really good back in Cleveland. And the uh, the night game got pushed, like we said earlier. So those were your two Thanksgiving games. Um, not very impressive. <laughs> None of no. them had a winning record. Both teams that won scored forty-one points. That's that's about it. Not a lot of yards on either end, though. Other than I was kind of Sean Watson was fun to watch. I was shocked they didn't like have the hindsight on Tuesday to just like try to flex the Steelers game to Sunday or Monday. Not that they would have played, but then like move one of the games back to Thursday. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, that's just kind of my thought to be able to make like the 
cable companies happy. Like they could have thrown. That's what in, I'm saying, yeah. But then you also got to get the stadium and everything. And I mean, I, I don't know who's at the stadiums. I guess there's no, there's nothing well, that they're I'm really just, competing with for that's audience. That's what I'm saying. Right? Like, so. like straight up, like Roger Goodell, like if he would have snapped his fingers, it would have happened. Yeah, they could have put at least one. Game. They could have maybe put the Titans in Colts game. That would have been a fun game to watch. Like yeah, thinking about, like looking at the matchup. Anyways, it wasn't that great, but just like looking through all the scores or whatever, just something to watch on, you know, Thanksgiving night instead of just sitting there thumbs. True, but I did get to see the dog like show or whatever. So I guess that was cool. Yeah, you watched the Macy's Parade virtually. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> Not four. All right, we got now your. The first game on Sunday, the Atlanta Falcons versus the Las Vegas Raiders. Raiders need to win this one to stay competitive. And they lost 43-6 to against the Atlanta Falcons. I think the Chiefs just emotionally drained these guys last week. So, Derek Carr, 215 yards, one interception. Not great. Matt Ryan, 185 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Not great. His team still won by 43. Ito Smith. 12 carries, 65 yards, a touchdown. Brian Hill, 13 carries, 55 yards. Calvin Ridley had the lone t- or had a touchdown, uh, six catches, 50 yards, and the other touchdown was by Brandon Powell. Um, Russell Gage, he did pretty good. Hayden Hurst did pretty good, too. The lead receiver for the Raiders was Hunter Renfro, one of the best route runners in the game. And then we had one of the fastest players in the game, Henry Ruggs, three catches, 56 yards. Yeah, Ruggs had a couple really flashy catches, I thought. Yeah, it didn't help when Derek Carr had three fumbles that he lost all three of them, and the Falcons' defense scored two touchdowns. This never happens. (laughs) It just never (laughs) happens. So we had two touchdowns from defense. We had Matt Ryan's two touchdowns, and then a fifth touchdown from rushing. And then the rest were all under the leg of Young Hoku with five field goals, long of 54. He had 19 total points. If you had that man in fantasy, you were happy with that performance. Yeah, I did not have that man on my team. <laughs> I did not either. I had Rodrigo. I had, um, I think, was it the right? No, I think I had the Chargers kicker because I thought it was going to be more of a shootout. It wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so Falcons won a game. Cool. Who they play this week? It doesn't matter. They're going to lose. <laughs> But I guessed saying, it right, maybe, though. They play the Saints again. You know, part of me thinks they might have a chance if this game's in Atlanta, but I just – I'm not picking Okay, them, but so like, they might... the rest of their schedule, right? So they have the Saints, the Chargers. So those two games, if they were to win, are going to be like one-score games. They then played the Bucks, the Chiefs, and the Bucks. Theoretically speaking, they can beat out the Bucks and get second place. Okay. If they no, okay, if they won out, theoretically, they could get second in the NFC South. I don't know if that's enough to make the seventh seed at no, nine and seven. That NFC race is so tight. But it could they if they win against the Saints, they're in the hunt. By the way, just throwing this out there, how is Tampa Bay on the playoff bubble? <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were going to win the Super Bowl, man. Serious, man. Week one, everybody's like, oh, man, these guys are straight up number one seed. Now they're like maybe on limbo to be the sixth. Yeah, it's not looking good, dude. We have. I'm just waiting 
Bruce Arians is going to say the wrong thing in the media and just get crucified in Tampa. <laughs> yeah, so the Bucks, they're the sixth seed, sixth seed, seven and five. Cardinals are now six and five, so they're in the seventh. The Vikings are at the eighth, and then and the, the Bears are in the ninth. 49ers are in the 10th, but they're all same record, all in the hunt. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's getting extremely competitive on both sides. The AFC is really tight, too. And so, if the Falcons went out and those other, the Vikings, the Bears, and the 49ers each lose at least two of their next games, and the Falcons went out, they'll beat the Buccaneers twice, they'll have that tiebreaker, they can get the seventh seed. There's still a chance. There's a chance, but a lot of things have to go right. All I'm saying is that <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna let's see the Vikings who they play. They play the Jaguars. Okay, so that's a win. They play the Bucks. That could be a loss. The Bucks, the Falcons don't. It doesn't matter if the Bucks beat other teams, but the Falcons have to beat the Bucks twice. And then yeah. the Vikings play the Bears, which that will probably be a win. It'll be a tight game though. Then they play the Saints, which could be a loss. That's two losses right there. Boom, Falcons in the playoffs. Let's look at the Bears. Who they have to play? Bears aren't even good. I'm not. I don't even care. They'll lose two games. They'll lose three games. I don't even care. Dude, the Bears are turning into a big dumpster fire this year. I thought Mitch Trubisky was going to play well. Just totally proved me wrong. And then we have the 49ers, which they may actually be okay. So their tough game is against the Bills. And then they play yeah. football team and Cowboys. So those are probably be wins. Nothing's guaranteed. But those are probably be wins. Then they play the Cardinals and Seahawks. Those are divisional games. Those are going to be tight games, even though Cardinals and Seahawks are both going to be favored to win it. If they somehow upset both those teams, they could make it too. So it's still there's a case still up there, where the 49ers is based on division record could potentially make a run at the West. Which is crazy. <laughs> Don't think it's going to happen, but it could happen. They uh, so, gotta keep an eye on the NFC West. It's super tight. Yeah, it's super tight. The entire NFC is really tight. AFC, not as much. You have a few teams outside the bubble, which are interesting. You have the Ravens and the Raiders outside of it, which I think both those teams could slip in there maybe. But you'd have to kick out the Dolphins and the Browns, I think, are the two like pretenders in there. If only you could kick the Browns out of the playoffs, they won't win a single game. Let's see who the Browns have to play. They have to play the Titans, so that's a loss. They have to play the Ravens, that's a loss. They have to play the Giants and Jets, so those will be wins. And then they have to play Steelers, that'll be a loss. The Giants can upset them. Throw fast Daniel Jones in there. That is true. So they could go 11-5 and five this year. <laughs> and they haven't been good. Yeah, they've just had a super easy schedule. If they go, and you can't forget about the Patriots. They could make a run, but they've done really get their poop in the group here in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, there's a lot of situational things that need to happen for these outside teams to win, and it's all possible that that everything could happen that they need to have happen. Yeah, I'm just waiting for like that week 17 scenario where it's like, well, this team needs three other teams (laughs) to lose so they can, and then it happens, and it happens, (laughs) yeah. But all right, let's uh let's get back. Falcons win a game. I'm happy. They're four and seven. Always bet on the farm. No. <laughs> uh next we got no. Bills and Chargers. I thought it was gonna be kind of a shootout, even though the Bills have a good defense. I thought that Herbert was gonna keep up with Allen and Herbert did his best. He threw 316 yards, had a touchdown, also had a pick though. 
Allen, nothing crazy, 157 yards, one touchdown, one interception. But the quarterback of the night was Cole Beasley going one for one, 20 yards, and a touchdown. Well, you got to also think here, Austin Eckler came off of a tank for Trevor Fantasy Football IR, and he came out dominating the like 20 points. Oh, Austin Eckler, 14 carries, 44 yards, but he, he also had the lead receiver with 11 catches, 85 yards. <laughs> Keenan Allen, he had the low touchdown uh, with 40 yards. Hunter Henry, 67 yards, seven catches. Um, Stephon Diggs over for the Bills. He had seven catches for 39 yards. Gabriel Davis had three catches for 79 yards and a touchdown. He caught the Cole Beasley touchdown. So that was cool. Cole Beasley should have played quarterback for the Broncos. Hell. Man, that Broncos game should have been pushed. That was a mess. Um, Justin Herbert, he fumbled the ball twice, didn't lose it, thankfully. Uh, Joey Boza, he had a fumble recovery. Josh Allen had a fumble, he lost it. So did Singletary. Um, but yeah, Bills move on eight to three, eight and three. Josh Allen, I don't know if he's top five. He's definitely top ten in that MVP race, but. Yeah, I don't have as much faith in Buffalo as I did earlier this year. Yeah, if he can compared to being a legit Yeah, if he can start showing up throwing those 300, 400 yard games like he was doing. Be a different story completely. Yeah, for sure. Um, But yeah, so Bill's now 8 3, looking to uh, try to get a top seed in the playoffs. We now move on to the Giants and Bengals. The Bengals starting uh, (laughs) Brandon Allen, who is a quarterback from Arkansas. It was a 2016 sixth-round pick. That's all I got to say. I got nothing else. <laughs> um, the fact that they were even competitive in this game. They only lost. The it was 19-17 to 17 Giants victory. Brandon Allen, 136 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Um, Daniel Jones, 213 yards. They threw in Colt McCoy in there. He had 31 yards. I don't know if Daniel Jones got hurt, maybe. I didn't get a chance to see he this did. game. I'm pretty sure he got hurt. I can't remember what it was. Though. Well, it doesn't look too bad because he's active right now. So he uh, should, he yeah, should be fine now. It Maybe it was a concussion or something. Those aren't real anyways. We had Wayne Galman, yeah. uh, 24 carries, 94 oh. yards. One second. I'm reading something. He's likely to be out. He's a strained hamster. Oh, he probably was running too fast and forgot how to stop. I think that's probably the case. It probably looks like me on skates, but he's on the football field. Yeah. Uh, Wayne Gelman, the lead rusher for the Giants, 94 yards, one touchdown. Giovardi, Giovanni Bernard, eight, eight carries, 32 yards. Jesus. Um, T. Higgins sitting on my bench, five catches, 44 yards, and a touchdown. The receiver I started, Tyler Boyd, three catches, 15 yards. Really happy about that. Lead receiver for the Giants, Evan Ingram, the t- big old tight end, six catches for 129 yards. Definitely a top five tight end. Um, Golden Tate, Sterling Shepard, pretty good numbers too. Sterling Shepard, 64 yards. Golden Tate, 36 yards. Um, yeah, yeah, nothing really else to say. It was two shitty teams in a game that was a lot closer than it should have been. Sorry, a playoff bound team. It does New matter Giants here. against the shitty Bengals team. My bad. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. You say they took back that lead this week. That's so so dumb. We uh... <laughs> out of that terrible NFC East, they are definitely the best team. That's that's a terrible. That's part. the worst thing. Uh, we now move on to the Tennessee Titans and Indianapolis Colts game, which uh, I was really happy with. Titans win forty five twenty six. 
We had Ryan Tannehill, 221 yards with a touchdown. Phillip Rivers, 295 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. But the main story was Derrick Henry carrying the entire team. 27 carries, 178 yards, three touchdowns. He also had two catches for seven yards. The catches don't matter. 178 yards, three touchdowns. And that was in the first quarter or the first half, one of those two. Dude, first half. Derrick Henry is literally like putting a big like monster truck out there on the field. Just it's just go. not fair. It's just not fair. No, like you can't stop that guy. <laughs> he gets going past the t- if he gets running anything longer than ten yards, good luck. You have to trip him, and you're probably going to break your foot trying to trip him. Exactly. The guy is just an absolute tank. Uh, lead receivers for the Titans: AJ Brown, four catches, ninety-eight yards, one touchdown. He's really having a breakout year this year. Uh, Ty Hilton yeah. having a vintage performance: four catches, eighty-one yards, and a touchdown. Uh, the other touchdown was by Trey Burton, who had three catches and 42 yards. Yeah, you got to remember, though, the Colts are without, I think, two offensive linemen who are pretty relevant and, like, three defensive players because of the COVID yeah. loss. So, I mean, this is a really so, bad loss, but at the same time, you can only play – It's not their full roster. Yeah, you can only do with what – you can only, like, play with the hand you're dealt, so – Yeah, by the way, you know what's just going to suck on wild card weekend here in a couple of weeks when uh, – there's players out due to COVID. Yeah, you know how much it's going to suck when we get into the fantasy playoffs and all our players can't play? Yeah, it's going to be quite the situation. I'm really hoping the Steelers games get canceled. That way, any players you had that were on the that were starting, you can move somebody on your bench to replace them. That way, I can throw in T. Higgins into my flex. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, I have a hindsight to put uh, Deontay Johnson on the bench this week. I I have Chase Claypool. He's not going to have COVID, but he may not play. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Now moving on, the Vikings and Panthers. This game had a lot of more implications than what it seemed like at first. Both four-win teams. However, if the Cardinals lost this week like they did, Whoever won this game was directly in the hunt for the playoffs. The Vikings win a nail by their 28 to 27 after they tried to piss away this. They were down 24 21. Chad Beebe goes and muffs the punt, and the Panthers are able to recover it, and they kick a field goal. They're now up 27 to 21. And who catches the game winning uh, touchdown? Chad Beebe. Seven catches, 63 yards, first career receiving touchdown. Instantly, redeems, Instantly himself. redeems himself. Great story. <laughs> we had Teddy coming back to Minnesota for the first time and actually starting and playing. He had 267 yards, touchdown interception. Kirk Cousins forgot that he was a pizza ranch promoter and not a, and he's actually a football player. Forgot that. And he had 307 yards, three touchdowns. Delvin Cook, not a monster game, but he's kind of like, I think he hurt his shoulder or leg a little bit, but he was fine. Uh, 18 carries, 61 yards. Um, receiving-wise, uh, uh, Biz, uh, Bicey, Busy, Busy Johnson from Colorado State, uh, 2019 seventh round pick. He was a lead receiver, 13 catches, or no, 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 seven catches, 74 yards. Sorry, Justin Jefferson doing Justin Jefferson things though. Seven catches, 70 yards, and two touchdowns. Um, Kyle Rudolph, he was the big tight end for them, like always for the Panthers. Robbie Anderson, four catches, 94 yards, and a touchdown. But yeah, this was not <laughs> not a pretty twenty eight to twenty seven win. But the Vikings pulled it out like when they needed to. Yeah, I don't know. This was just a weird game. <laughs> it was for this game felt a lot more important than it actually was. And uh, yeah, I, 
the fact that Minnesota is back in the hunt is just shocking. To me. Especially what, what were the Bears five and one? They were, yeah. <laughs> That's a whole different situation. I don't know what's going on. I feel like the defense and the whole team just lost. Well, they don't have because that defense is what held them yeah, up. Yeah, and you kind of need an offense nowadays. Yeah, Mitch Trubisky is not that guy. Well, now moving on to uh, the Cardinals-New England game. Like we said earlier, Cardinals lost 17-20. to Cam Newton throwing up monster numbers, nineteen complete or nine completions, 84 yards, and two touchdowns. Had nine carries for 46 This was like his yards. worst game of all time. <laughs> but he had James White in he literally Five carries, 18 yards, and two touchdowns for you. He, he was literally seen at the end of the game apologizing to Josh McDaniels for having such a <laughs> uh, Kyler Murray didn't have a much better game, 170 yards, one interception, uh, five carries for 31 yards. So not the, the Kyler Murray that we know. Uh, Kenyon Drake, he had the two touchdowns for the uh, Cardinals with 78 yards. Nothing really to talk about in receiving here. Hopkins had five catches for 55 yards. But uh, the main, the winners of this were the uh, kickers. Uh, Nick Falk had two uh, yeah. field goals that he made for 50 yards and two extra points. Yeah, the game winner. Yeah, he hit the game winner. Yeah. Well, I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there. The Patriots, they have any shot at the playoffs, all of their wins are going to look like this. <laughs> it's going to be 84 yards from Cam, and he's just going to power run it, and that's all you need. I'm not even talking about that. I'm just saying low scoring where it's a really strong defensive showing. Like, their offense won't be putting up much. Yeah, I don't see them making that playoff push, but you know what? Anything can happen. I don't either. And the thing that pisses me off about that is, like, they had the opportunity to say, hey, we're going to lay low here and we're going to take for Trevor. And they didn't do it. You know what? Maybe uh, his plan is for to have Trevor drop into, like, the fifth round. That way you can pick him up. Because you can't yeah, waste the first round pick on a quarterback. That's what Bill, Bill, Bill Belichick has taught me. Maybe we're going to have a Trevor Gate, and the Jets are just going to trade <laughs> Trevor Lawrence straight to the Patriots for a fifth round pick. And Cam Newton. Bingo. <laughs> They're going to sign Cam Newton to a max right deal and then trade him to the Jets. I would love nothing <laughs> more. And if they – Extend out of gates for five more years. That's great. <laughs> uh, next game now, talking about the Jets. They played the Dolphins. Dolphins won 20 to 3. Ryan Fitzmagic, 257 yards and two touchdowns. Sam Darnold, he's back. He's playing. He is your hometown hero, 197 yards, two interceptions. That's trash. <laughs> uh, yeah, rushing game. Nothing too crazy. We had Frank Gore out here, though, with 18 carries and 74 yards. That's cool. Uh, receiving Devontae Parker was the lead receiver. Eight catches, 119 yards. The closest receiver was Mike Jaseski with two catches, 35 yards, and a touchdown. Oh, yeah. I picked him up this week because, once again, I had the hindsight to put Mark Andrews on my bench. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it, uh no defensive touchdowns, but a few picks from Xavier Howard and Nick Needham from the Dolphins. And the Jets uh, still are not good at football. They are a complete However, player. they will still beat Alabama in a football game. Do not say the Jets will lose to Alabama. If you say that, you do not understand I, football. <laughs> you know, I really wish we could actually get that script. You know that they, they would win by 40 points. 
These are grown. The Jets will win that game. Grown ass men playing kids. <laughs> I I just wish we could get that scrimmage for the sake of conversation. Just to have the people that say that oh they should totally beat NFL teams. Like, yeah. you don't understand how good these players actually are. They may not. They may be zero eleven. They're still professional football players. Yeah, as uh, Mike Tomlin once said, uh, we're gonna prep just like any yeah. other game. We're not a Big Ten <laughs> school playing a Mac twelve. Or Max. Yep. Uh, now we have <laughs> the Browns and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Browns eight and three somehow beat the Jacksonville Jaguars twenty-seven to twenty-five. That is a difference of two points. They beat the Jaguars, who are one and ten, by two points and almost lost it at the end. There, <laughs> they almost tied it up with the two-point conversion, but they failed. Mike Glennon, who I haven't heard of in a long time, two hundred thirty-five yards, two touchdowns, no picks. Baker Mayfield, 258 yards. He threw over 200 yards, Ben. And he had two touchdowns. What is this? He took a little bit of a break from progressive. <laughs> we then also had Nick Chubb, 144 yards and a touchdown. Kareem Hunt, 62 yards. Not bad. James Robinson for the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, 22 carries, 128 yards and a touchdown. So apparently both these defenses just forgot how to play. And the Jacksonville Jaguars defense, I understand that. The Browns defense is supposed to be good. Well, the thing with the Browns is like they're without their running game with Chubb and Hunt, they wouldn't even be a that's three. true. Um, that run game has just held them up so all year. It's been really nice for my fantasy team, too. Uh, I mean, you got two top top 10 caliber backs <laughs> that can just split carries, and they're both. I can't believe backs, that Sony so. Michelle got picked up before Nick Chubb, to be honest. Uh, I can well, see coming... why. I mean, Sony Michelle's still Wait, really Sony good. Michelle, he's a great receiving back, and I get that's what like NFL is moving towards. But like watching them both in college, I was more impressed with Nick Chubb with just his power and speed. Yeah, but didn't Nick Chubb tear his knee in college? I think that was something that like dropped. Yeah, that's why Sony Michelle played a lot with him. That's why they were doing the split carries and yeah. stuff. But I mean, they're both yeah. really, really good backs. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> They're completely different. Yeah, they're backs, polar opposites. Yeah, and I just I was surprised when Nick Chubb fell to the Browns at such a late pick. Is like, I thought he's first round caliber. Uh, you had yeah, uh, Jarvis Landry eight catches, one hundred forty three yards, and a touchdown. Nick Chubb three catches, thirty two yards. That's an extra six point two points for me. Pretty happy with that. Uh, the other touchdown was caught by Austin Hooper, former Falcon. I'm so happy he's gone. Yay. So I'm just throwing it out there. Jarvis Landry's on Pat McAfee's show yesterday. When's he coming on the Midwest uh, Hour? You know what? You uh, DM him and say, "Hey, we got this podcast, and uh, we would love to talk to you about the Browns and how uh, adapting to Cleveland's been for you." He's all like, "Here's my agency." Uh, I charge at least 10k <laughs> per appearance. <laughs> We're like, all right, we'll, do, we'll do a GoFundMe. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, Go funny for Jarvis Landry. <laughs> we got uh, Jacksonville for their lead receiver, uh, Colin Johnson, uh, fifth round pick this year from Texas. Uh, nothing too special. Ninety six yards. He basically his entire season was in this game. Hit one touchdown, and then Tyler Eifert, the former Bengal, three catches, sixteen yards, and a touchdown. We talk about him recently. I mean, he he does play for the Jaguars, so I mean, not a lot of competition to talk about, but. I'm happy to see yeah. him doing stuff, you know. Doing he's playing stuff. he's playing football. 
playing a little bit of uh, people. Now, moving on, we got the Saints and Broncos. Not even a game. I don't really think we need to talk about it that much. <laughs> we do need to talk about this. This is a hit. So we have game. the Saints 31 to 3. Taysom Hill, 9 for 16, 78 yards at interception, but he had 10 carries for 44 yards and two touchdowns. Kendall Hinton, uh, the receiver undrafted from Wake Forest, plays. Who left his sales job. To play quarterback. Went by the one. Way. They were talking about this on, during the one game. One for nine, 13 yards, and two interceptions. He also had two carries for seven yards. It was basically they were just handing the ball last off and running quarterback. The is all they were doing. Noah Fant yeah, had the last, lone reception. Last time, last time that he played uh, played quarterback, he was like a junior at yeah. Wake Forest. So, yeah, I mean. This says a lot. If Drew Brees would have been playing, the NFL would have had to put in like a mercy. Like room. I don't get. There's a lot of very talented undrafted quarter on like in free agency. There's a good amount of talented quarterbacks. Dude, you didn't read into this enough. So with this whole COVID protocol, they have to wait five days before a free agent can join the team. They didn't know they'd be without Drew Locke and the rest of the quarterbacks until Driscoll tested positive. On so then is Kendall Hinton just on their like practice squad or what? He's a practice squad wide receiver. Oh, okay. Who they were talking this, during the that game. That makes a lot more he sense. He works another – he works a sales job sitting behind a desk every day. and he's on So how much do you think the pay raise was for him to play this one game, enough to quit his sales job and invest that money? Absolutely, absolutely. This guy played like absolutely. You don't think they gave him like a good swift fifty k to come play? They might have, but like it's just the fact that the fact that the NFL didn't move this game to even Monday, where they would have had an eligible quarterback, is just it's so stupid. They're pushing the Steelers and Ravens so late, and I know why the Broncos aren't good. I get that. No, 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 no. That's not why. The reason was, and Drew Locke came out the statement on this. And admitted that in the quarterback room, they hadn't been wearing a mask around the facilities like they're supposed to. So they were exposed. So it was totally like the players. So you're telling me that that the outbreak from the Ravens is not the Ravens' fault at all? Oh, that is 100% (laughs) Ravens' fault, too. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying, it just seemed like NFL is punishing Denver for that. I don't know why they wouldn't punish the Ravens other than the Ravens make them a lot of money and they're a very popular team, I I guess. I'm with you. I, I don't understand why like one team was treated different yeah, than like, the other. If they were both treated the same, I'd be fine with it. If the Ravens game was like, whatever, tough luck, go figure it out. Or the Broncos like, okay, we'll push it back to Monday or Tuesday when you have a quarterback that's eligible. Well, dude, if they would have pushed it to Monday even for like an early game and then do a double header, they would have uh, had, I think, Drew Locke would have been eligible. Yeah, that's so dumb. So, I don't know. The fact that they even let them play this game was just yeah. crazy to me. Um, Michael Thompson decided to tie his shoes and actually play football and not be a crybaby. Four catches for 50 yards. Um, Latavius Murray, 124 yards and two touchdowns. But Yeah, I was a little bummed about that. They didn't feed Kamara much at all towards no, the end of the game. It's, you would think, like, if I was the Broncos here and I have a receiver at my quarterback – I would have him throw less than nine times. Well, the worst part about this was, too, because they didn't know until Friday. It all happened on Thursday with Driscoll getting the COVID test positive. And 
they had no time to game plan or really practice with Hinton and Quinn. Well, what I think I would have done is say, hey, I have Philip Lindsay. He's a young guy. He's fun. He's creative. Let's have him and Kendall Hinton run Wildcat the entire game and just see what happens. I think they had, what was it? They had like four different people lined up as the quarterback. I think they had Royce Freeman, Melvin, uh, Philip, and Kendall. Philip, Philip Lindsay, Kendall. Yeah, they they did some weird stuff. It didn't even make sense to me. But once again, they didn't have time yeah, to really They could just do whatever they could write up that people could figure out real quick. Like, all right, you block this guy, you run this route, and done. <laughs> Straight up, if Drew Brees wasn't hurt, I think they would have dropped 50. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so Saints are now 9-2, and two, and we move on to the 49ers-Rams. Uh, upset, Rams lose to the 49ers, 23-20. to 20. Nick Mullins, your star quarterback, 252 yards, one interception. Jared Goff, 198 yards and two interceptions. Um Nick. Nick Mullins, man. He's just working his way towards the starting job. He's trying to get that starting job with New England, man. Uh, Raheem Mostert got 16 carries, 43 yards, and one touchdown. <laughs> um, Cam Akers, nine carries, 84 yards, a touchdown. Daryl Henderson, surprisingly, only 10 carries and 19 yards. That's, uh, that's a little surprising. Receiving, not really much. Debo Samuel, 11 carries, 133 yards. That's about it for the – 49ers, uh, Rams, they had Robert Woods, seven catches, all 80 have, yards. All I have to say about the 49ers here is can you imagine if they were uh, fully yeah, I mean, they went to the Super Bowl <laughs> last year. They're not <laughs> – they had everyone coming back too. So it's like they were a Super Bowl contending team at the beginning of the season and everyone tore their knee. Not one, not yep, two. pretty much. Like if four they... or five players. <laughs> yeah, they would have been fully healthy this year in – I, I bet they would only lost maybe two games. They had the lead what in the was last it? for sure. Was, um, their tight end fractured his foot, right? Yeah. Kittle Do you even throw him back in? Though, if he gets something. Like, I don't even know if it's worth putting him back in. He's out for the year. Even if there oh, was a, a chance, year I don't injury? think they were going to come back. No, I, I part of me thinks they're just letting them rehab longer because the season's pretty much shot. Well, I thought he was also playing hurt during the season too. This he was that's for just a little bit. The tight end mentality, though. Yeah, George Kittle is just absolute baller. Um, now we have so yeah, four Niners five and six. They uh, stole the Rams' uh, contention of getting the tops for the West. Now we have the uh, Chiefs and Buccaneers. Really weird game. Chiefs were up twenty to seven going into half. Uh, they end up winning twenty seven to twenty four. But the Buccaneers started coming back in that fourth quarter with uh, two touchdowns. Tom Brady went three hundred forty five yards, three touchdowns, two picks though, not great. Mahomes four hundred and sixty two yards, three touchdowns, thanks to the help from Tyreek Hill, who had thirteen catches, two hundred sixty nine yards, three touchdowns, had two touchdowns and two hundred six yards in the first quarter. That's freaking nuts. That's freaking nuts. <laughs> well, the, well, Mike Evans had a crazy fourth quarter. Yeah, two touchdowns he really helped my fantasy team out a lot. I really needed him to show up there, and he really did. Three catches for 50 yards, two of them with touchdowns. Uh, Gronk, vintage Gronk, six catches, 106 yards. Uh, Chris Godwin, eight catches, 97 yards. Who says you can't feed all those mouths? Well, Antonio Brown says that because he had two catches for a By the way. <laughs> 
is it just me or is Tampa's defense kind of lost the step throughout the season? Well, that's the whole like, season now. It's like the same thing were... with like a young quarterback where he shows up and he either plays really well or he doesn't play that well. Where as the season goes on, if you played really well, usually like teams figure out, oh, this is what their defensive packaging looks like. This is what their strengths are. We need to like stop these certain key points or whatever is what we need to do. And with the Buccaneers defense, they're really good, but they're also really young, and they don't know how to adapt as well as a as a veteran player would. Yeah, well, their defense is just driving me up a wall. That first eight weeks, they were top three probably. But you also have to think they, they only gave up 27 points to Patrick Mahomes, so I think that's a win. <laughs> Yeah, but Pat Mahomes, 462 yards. Did you watch no, the end of that game, out by the way? No, clocked out the first half. Gotcha. Okay, so, like, uh, at the end of the game, Pat Mahomes got the ball back because they didn't get the yeah. ball back on the kick. And he was just, like, he wasn't even passing. He was a runner. Like, he was just finding the gaps <laughs> and running, and they couldn't stop I, uh See, what was happening was Mike Evans wasn't doing anything, so I was like, I'm not going to watch this game. That way Mike Evans can do good, and I – Stopped watching it. Mike Evans got two touchdowns, and I was really happy with my decision of not watching this game. <laughs> That's my theory on Patriots games some weeks. I don't watch That's them. That's what happened this win. week. <laughs> um, but, yeah, not much in the running game for either one of these teams. Ronald Jones, 66 yards. Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, 37 yards. Mahomes, 28. Who's Tampa got this Tampa week, this week. They're going to play – the Vikings. So that's going to be a good game. Vikings need a win. Is it? Is nope, it in it's Minnesota. In okay. If Tampa loses to Minnesota this week, that team's going to yeah, implode. That's true. I mean, I I would I wouldn't be happy. Just saying. I'm just saying the whole team's just going to like completely implode. Robert. You know what's crazy? Mike Evans. He's tied for 32nd in receptions. He's 31st in yards, but he's tied for second for touchdowns. <laughs> he's just that. a red zone performer. And you know what? I love it. <laughs> well, this Tampa team's lost three of their yeah. last four now. It's just crazy mid-season. The one game they won was against the Panthers. It doesn't even really count. They lost to the Rams by three, and they lost to the Chiefs by three. Identical scores, actually. Uh-huh. But That's yeah, crazy. now your uh, Sunday night game. Um, Aaron Rodgers shows that he's good at being football player. He had 211 yards, four touchdowns against <laughs> the Bears' uh, supposed just mean, mean defense that just didn't show up. Uh, Mitchell Trubisky, he showed up 242 yards, three touchdowns, but he had two picks. But you know what? He had three touchdowns. This is his first game in a while. And you know you gotta rub that rust off. So it's like yeah. week three. And the Packers are a good team. Yeah, I thought uh, I thought this game would be at least somewhat tight because it's a divisional yeah. rival game, you know. But the Packers just came out of the game. Oh, yeah, this wasn't as out. tight as it was. It was <laughs> ten to twenty-seven at leaving the first half, and it was forty-one to ten going into the fourth quarter. Bears scored just fifteen points in the fourth. Yeah. Otherwise, it really it wasn't. A, just yeah, it was garbage time football is all it was. Uh, Robert Tanyan sitting on my bench, five catches, yeah. 67 yards, and a touchdown. Pretty cool. Devontae Adams, six catches, 61 yards, and a touchdown. Allen Robinson, he had two touchdowns. Yeah, I never know. I never know what the Packers, like, 
Adams is always a safe bet, but you never know who the other receiver yeah, is going to be. That's going to have like yeah, a you decent never know. game. Robert Tanyan's been really stepping up, though. He's been doing pretty good. Yeah. He's had kind of a consistent track record mm-hmm. throughout the season, but I don't know. Well, they have Lazard back now, too. So, like, him and Valdez Scantling, they're yeah. equal, in my opinion. So, you never know, like, if one of those guys is going to have a pretty good game. Yeah, it'll be uh, interesting to see the Packers go down the rest of the season, see if they can uh, win out, go 13-3, and three, yeah. and then lose in the wild card. Or I, division, no, division. they won't lose in the wild card. I think this, I think this team is better than they were last year. That's I made it through the title game last year. I got them going I don't, I don't know, pretty man. deep. Like, Rogers is just playing lights out. Jones has had just a career. I feel like I've heard this story before. Defense is actually playing well. <laughs> no, you have. But I think <laughs> this, this time is different. different, man. I really do. <laughs> yeah. No, I think it's definitely and different. And now, this year. moving on to your Monday night game Seahawks beat Eagles 23 to 17. It wasn't that close, though. Eagles got a late. Touchdown that tipped off somebody's fingers and the guy caught it in the end zone and then they went for two just to make it look better. It's really a twenty-three to nine loss. I thought I thought the Eagles defense actually showed yeah, they contained well. They contained Wilson. Well, he had two hundred and thirty yards and a touchdown. He had six six carries for twelve yards, and I watched him when he was scrambling around and they really couldn't keep up with him, but they were able to at least contain him and make it so he couldn't just go off. Um Carson Wentz, yeah. 215 yards, two touchdowns, and one interception. Jalen Hurts, they said he was going to get a lot more play time this week. He only threw the ball once and got six yards. Yeah, he didn't Not really. do much. Yeah. I saw him come out in the second quarter there for that one pass. I was like, oh, what's uh, happening? And then, <laughs> and like, uh, Wentz, he was a lead rusher for the Eagles, too. Uh, five carries of 42 yards. Yeah, Miles Sanders. Yeah, he did not do good. Only 15 yards. Uh, Chris Carson, he's finally back. Had eight carries for 41 yards and a touchdown. Um, They were happy with that, too. Uh, He didn't play as much as Carlos Hyde, but they're trying just to get him back in there. They liked how he looked, though. They really enjoyed that. Uh, DK Metcalf tried making the receiving – Receiving conversation this week, a lot more about him and not as much about Tyree Kill with 10 catches and 177 yards. But, you know, it just didn't have those touchdowns. Dude, did you see what Jim Schwartz said to no. DK Metcalf before the game? So he's like, well, I coached Calvin Johnson in Detroit, and you're not even close <laughs> to what Calvin Johnson was. And then DK Metcalf came out after the game. He's like, yeah, it pissed me off. So he came out there and what type of like, What type of person just goes up to somebody like, yeah, you're not this guy. Like, Why not just go up to him like, hey, dude, you're playing really yeah, well. Exactly. You're looking good out there. Keep up the good work. Yeah, that pissed the guy off. And then you just look like an idiot. Uh, (laughs) uh, Eagles lead receiver was Dallas Goddard, SDSU alum, seven catches, 75 yards, and one touchdown. Um, Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Quarterback, NDSU, tight end, SDSU is kind of cool. Yeah, one can only hope that uh, they don't play off. I just don't want to see them anywhere close. If if a team from the NFC East wins in the playoffs, just one game. The only way shot, I'll be happy is if the Eagles off. somehow, like, all their players get healthy and they go on a win streak. Then you know what? I can, under, I can understand them being contenders just because, okay, you finally have your team together and you're playing well. 
But out of all these teams right now watching them play, like they don't look good. <laughs> I just want one of them to look at least good at four and yeah. seven, you know? Dude, did you see what Carson Wentz's salary a lot. cap it is if they get rid of them? So they guarantee him like $110 million through 20 Yeah, that's why they can't get rid of contract. him. And if they cut, they cut in their cap, it's like 20, 30 million yeah. somewhere. Like, He's not a bad quarterback either. Like I was listening, I think it was Lewis Riddick who was commentating on the games. Like, what are you going to do? Throw out the rookie out there with one offensive lineman? Like, that's not smart. Carson Wentz is really good. Yeah. He has nobody around him. I'd like to see Carson Wentz get traded. To I would love to see him play year. for a team that would appreciate think, him. But that's what I'm saying. I think he needs to change his like, theory in that. Uh, reading comments on Instagram or whatever, people are like, there's Wentz fans and then there's Eagles fans. It's like, yeah, Eagles fans are retarded is <laughs> what they are. <laughs> they don't understand what a good quarterback looks like because all they've had is Donovan McNabb as their best quarterback. And Randall Cunningham. <laughs> okay, okay, you got me there. I, for- I forgot about Cunningham. You got me. But, yeah, it's kind of a pretty <laughs> lackluster our, that game. That was your – yeah, nothing too exciting on your Monday night game. It was just a defensive showing by both sides that were not good yeah, defensive it made no teams. Sense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, so that's your week 12. Moving on to week 13. I won last week, 13 to 10. That's a, that's a season high of picks correct. And that's a season high of picks correct that lost for you. So you can feel good about that too if you I'll want take my- to. Just know I'm the I'll take my credit games. of one week of picks to tie us. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, this week we got on the first one. We got the Saints and Falcons. All right, so we got the Saints and Falcons. There's no Thursday night game this week. Interesting. Uh, pr- probably because well, of the no, what happened Thursday night game. The Ravens and Cowboys were supposed to play Thursday, and this whole Steelers-Ravens madness just caused them to push Tuesday. Yeah, so did they push it to Sunday or Monday? Yeah, because you got to give Lamar Jackson. Well, that makes sense for the Ravens. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. He's the MVP, man. Uh, so, we got Falcons and Saints. I'm, I'm picking the Falcons, yeah. dude. They're yeah. going to win yeah. out take and make it to the playoffs. What the hell are you okay. talking about? I will take it. They Taysom Hill, dude? <laughs> All right. You got Lions and Bears in yeah, Chicago. Will the Bears the finally win a game, Ben? Yeah, I think I'll stick the Bears. I yeah. think this is the game. Trubisky's playing at home. He's not I think this Rogers. is where he shows up and wins. <laughs> we now have uh, Titans Taking and the Browns. Titans I'm picking still. the Titans. The Browns aren't good. <laughs> uh, Bengals and Dolphins in Miami. But what if I told you Joe Burrow magically has a healed leg? They put some stem cells on him, and he can now walk. Right here in Wyoming, he can buy. I also got the Dolphins, uh, Vikings, and Jaguars in uh, Minnesota. I'm picking the Vikings. Is Vince you coming back? Yeah. Uh, I feel like I wouldn't want to play a Minshew because I don't want my team to win the same Jacksonville playing, that changes this entire game because the Vikings secondary is not good. The line is uh, nine and a half yeah, points. I'm pretty sure Minshew is not four. playing. Oh, speaking of the line, uh, so uh, do you have yeah, Bob Menery on Instagram? Every once in a while. Did you get all uh-huh. his live notifications last night? 
Okay, so this he got so drunk last night because he put a lot of money on the Eagles making the uh, line. It was seven points. It was more than that. Or it was six and a half. half. I think it was six and a half. I'm pretty sure. Was it nine and a half? Well, whatever he bet, they were one point away from it. And so then when they scored that touchdown, got the two, he won a lot of money. But every time, like, they, like, went to commercial or whatever, he ended the live, and then he'd go back to it. And I kept getting notifications for it, even though I, I'm pretty sure I don't have Instagram notifications on. So, for some reason, I just kept getting that all last night about seven times. Bob Menery's live. I was like, <laughs> motherfucker, I'm about to unfollow your ass. <laughs> but, uh, all right. So, now we got the Raiders and Jets. No, I'm assuming you're picking the, the Jets. Goddamn here. New York Jets. It's just like the Steelers. I'm going to keep picking them until they lose. Um, Colts and Texans. It's in Houston. I can see Texans winning, but I'm going to go with my brand and go with Colts. I wouldn't be surprised, though, that the Texans win. It's only a three-point margin. All their losses have been against really good teams, too. When you look at their record, or when you look at what's happened, not that bad. Rest of the year, yeah, that changes everything. Oh, that's true, the – Deshaun can't catch the ball, too. Yeah, that's true. Uh, MJ Ken. I saw the meme about Taysom Hill. <laughs> they can make the same meme about Deshaun. Um, okay, you got oh, Rams and Cardinals. This is a good game. This is a tough one to pick. I'll Cardinals take the Rams on this one. I think they need this win after losing last week. Oh, I got the Cardinals because Kyler this Murray is, played this like a like and he's going to go off. Them, they both just lost, and they're both in the hunt. So I want to see both teams score Won't 40 happen. points. Uh, next, we Same have here. Giants and Seahawks. I'm picking Seahawks. The NFC East is not good. <laughs> uh, next one, we got Eagles and Packers. I'm assuming you're picking no. a good old Carson Wentz. i the Packers here. Rogers the five MVP Rogers Rogers a four to five the Rogers rate. <laughs> There's a lot of three o'clock games actually. There's See, two I wish, five I wish they did split like this every That's... week instead of having like three afternoon games. I don't know, just having that one extra afternoon. Yeah, game no, it's so dumb. Feels like so much more. Uh, now we got Patriots and Chargers. It's in L.A. Or yeah, I, I, it I, is. I don't know where they're playing. I don't know if it's, they're well, It's, it's somewhere on the West okay, Coast. So, yeah, I so don't it's know in LA. Because I don't it's know if Inglewood, they can play there, Inglewood though, California, at SoFi Stadium. Well, yeah, I know the 49ers like, so are playing LA in County's Arizona. On a state home order until December 20th. So, like, everything's shut. So, I don't know if they're actually playing in LA. Yeah. Well, on here, so on here, it shows the 49ers playing in Arizona. For the Chargers, it says they're playing in Inglewood, California. So I'd have to I'm assume curious to see how this all that's where they're going to play. Send them all to Arizona. Uh, I'm taking the Patriots on this one. I think they have a little bit of a run coming. Okay. I'm going to take the Chargers. I like Herbert here. Yeah. I think he's going to uh, be one see, of the first uh, rookies Stephon to beat Gilmore just one, of the, one of the very few. Yeah, I don't think Allen well, allows anybody to do that. So Hawkins only had fifty-five yards. He's got. He's still. I know, but he, he had a touchdown. Hawkins typically has like a hundred. I'm sorry, he didn't have I'm fifteen saying, catches like he saying, normally look does. At, look at the stats. <laughs> uh, 
Broncos and Chiefs. Yeah. I'm assuming you're going to pick Chiefs. <laughs> okay. A Washington Pittsburgh. football team and Steelers. Pittsburgh. I'm assuming football team here. I, I don't. What about care. Alex Smith, dude? He's playing good. I'm picking Steelers also. All right. We got Bills and 49ers. I'm going to pick uh, Bills. It's in I'll take Glendale, the Bills just because they're playing in Arizona. It's basically a neutral playing field. Uh, then we got Ravens. Cowboys and Ravens. Okay. I also have the Ravens. I'm I was going to say the Ravens sure we two different picks. So. It's a quarterback. I'm pretty sure they could beat the Cowboys. Okay, no, we have three different games. The games to look out for, okay. Falcons and Saints, yeah. Cardinals and Rams, and then Chargers and Patriots are the three games that we have different. Those are the games to keep an eye on. I have Falcons, I have Cardinals, and I have gotcha. Chargers. Yeah, all right. Sounds fair. Uh, yep. Bye. By week is Buccaneers and Panthers. Next week, Bucks will be playing the Vikings. I said earlier that they're finally get that I misspoke. They deserved by week. <laughs> yeah, they totally need it. Tom Brady needs to put his by feet up pool. by the pool. We're in a freaking pandemic, he man. Needs Bruce Arian to get Bruce off his Arian's back, ass man. This week. <laughs> but, all right, that's the end of the episode. Any uh, well, closing statements about week twelve yet? Look at, I bet he gets 50 touchdowns this year. How many games do we have left? Touchdowns. I think Russell Wilson gets 51. Five, he's 17. Five. So, Rodgers needs 17. He's 50. So he... so, he needs at least three touchdowns. Three and like a quarter. So, I could definitely see it happening. That guy's been lights out this year. And if he does do that. I don't know, man. He's playing the Eagles defense. Yeah. They're pretty good. I yeah, just saw them take monster, down the Seahawks. Eagles defense. So, <laughs> I uh, I'm saying, and I actually believe it this time. I'm like when I was saying it earlier, me and Anya. The Falcons. I think they can make a run to the playoffs. I think they sneak into the seventh seed, and then ruin their draft chances and draft That's a, a lineman that doesn't that even play. Could happen. All right, I'll talk to you later. I think uh, we'll have one another episode this weekend with Prom King 2016. Uh, we'll the, try to set that up. Uh, for rankings of liquor. For the rankings of liquor. I got to make so, a list up and I'll send it to you guys. And this time you're going to do your whole have Matt Henriksen on the show talk about the importance of push ups. <laughs> we could we could have him feature also i don't know if we want to do multiple guests at the oh same time though but if you that'd be an absolute cluster comfortable that'd with it we fun, could do a but... four-way we could we could do a four-way with all our rankings because i don't think there's gonna be as many liquors so having four people would definitely that's fine stretch out the we episode. record on this thing 90 minutes we can record as long as we want Okay. I just got to splice yeah, it together. I think it's 90 minutes ago, though. Yeah, it's 90 minutes. And then I was going to say, ask him because he went to NDSU, but uh, I, I bet he's drank plenty of liquor. <laughs> so. I'm sure. But all right, I'll, uh, I'll let you go all and right, figure that good, out player. in the background.